0: Hello everyone and welcome to uh, the Mavilla Presbyterian Church uh, podcast. Uh, This podcast is a recording of our midweek service that happens in our church building on Tuesday evenings. And through these weeks uh, we continue uh, to look uh, at the Christmas story and the season of Advent uh, to the good news uh, that we have been given in the Lord Jesus. Uh, A little announcement uh, for our church that this Sunday coming we have our nativity service happening at 11am and also our carol service happening at 7pm on Sunday the 19th. Uh, for our carol service, uh, we uh, we do need to book people in for that. that uh, you are not able just to turn up on the night uh, because uh, of current restrictions. We need to know how many people are able to come just to make sure that we are able to accommodate everyone who is wanting to come. Um, So please do give Brian or Clark a session a ring. You'll see Brian's mobile number on the description of this podcast. Uh, Just let him know uh, that you're able to come. That would be great. Well, on Sunday past, uh, we were thinking about the journey of Advent and the wise men uh, who journeyed to see the Lord Jesus. These words we were thinking about in the book of Numbers uh, the, a prophet who came to Israel was saying these words, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A king will rise out of Israel. He will crush the foreheads of God's enemies, of all the sons of Shea. Amon will be conquered. Sir, his enemy will be conquered. But Israel will Will grow strong. We recognize a God who had a plan in place right at the start of time. And then, as we look to that child born in the manger of Bethlehem, we see his plan coming to fruition. We see God using many different types of people in many walks of life to bring these plans to fruition. We're going to be thinking about that a little bit more in our message this evening. But let us come, first of all, to this God, the one uh, who has things in control, the one who we can look to find eternal peace in, the one who will guide us through even the most darkest of days. Let's come to our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God who knows us, You know what we need, and Lord, you look to direct and guide us, and we thank you for this. And so, Lord, we come before you this day, longing to know of your goodness and love to each one of us, longing to recognise your hand upon us in all that we may do. Lord, we pray, guide us, show us your glory and power as we take time to listen uh, to this podcast. We pray for that awareness of you, our loving God, and the great news that we have in the Lord Jesus, that you may look to guide and direct us through our lives. Lord, we come before you knowing. So many times, Lord, we look for answers in many other places. And, Lord, they cannot fulfill. They cannot fulfill the way you can fill our lives that you can bring truth and goodness to it. And so, Lord, we seek you. We take this time, Lord, to know of your promises, to know of your goodness to us in the Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray by your Spirit, speak into each one of our lives, and we ask these things now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we come to God's word this evening. We're going to listen to an item of praise, first of all. In this Advent time, we're going to listen to the carol sung, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Let's come to God's word, Matthew two verses seven to ten. Then Herod called the magi secretly, and find out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent to them. Beth, uh, he said to the, uh, he sent them to Bethlehem, and said, "Go and make careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me." so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Here, we end the reading of God's word. Let's come to God in prayer, just as we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather in your name this evening, to know of your goodness and love to each one of us, and to know uh, the meaning of Christmas. It's something so much greater than we see in our world, but it is about you, about your son coming into this world, that we may know the grace that he beholds, the glory that comes from him, the joy it is uh, to have that relationship with him, that we can truly rejoice through this time in Jesus' name. Lord, help us do this, we pray in Jesus. Amen. I wonder, as you think, what is uh, the most common image on a Christmas card? What would you say would be the most common image on a Christmas card? Please don't say Santa. <laughs> a, star. a star. You're very right. A star is one of the, the most commonest things that you have on the Christmas card. And I suppose when you think about it, and just from that uh, reading that I've done in Numbers earlier, Recognize how God uses many different things to bring his plans to fruition. You see here in this reading as the wise men go to Jerusalem first, thinking that's where they're going to find the king of Israel. They're actually directed by Herod to Bethlehem. Herod was the one who sent the wise men to Bethlehem. And then they continued to follow the star. And then maybe the the things that we wouldn't think God would use in this world, but also the universe itself, God using to direct these men uh, to the child born in a manger. God's work of salvation must descend to the least and the lowest in order to restore us to God. God came down into this world so that we may know him. He came out of heaven to the glory, descended to the lowest order to restore us to God. The church's early father saw the son of God needed to become what he was not in order that we might become what we are not. Jesus came into this world so that we may have that relationship with him. God uses things in this world in order to bring his plans to fruition. And as we think about that image of the star, what are we to make of it? It's only mentioned in Matthew's Gospel, and it continues to fascinate people. Every so often there's an article appears Uh, about theological thinking or even scientific uh, uh, journal suggesting its possible nature of how it came about. And some have used it uh, to try and find exact dates of Jesus' birth. There was an astronomer called Jonas Kelpar, uh, uh, who lived in 1571 to 1630. He was an astronomer. He, He was a great scientist of his time. And he said these beautiful words about his science. He said, I was merely thinking God's thoughts after him. Since we astronomers are priests of the highest God in regard to the book of nature, it benefits us to be thoughtful, but not of the glory of our minds, but rather, above all else, to the glory of God. I was merely thinking God's thoughts after him. We hunger in this world for wisdom, for knowledge that gives us the opportunity uh, to know more. And in our day, it's such a, a big thing, isn't it, for people to access that wisdom, that knowledge again and again. But Paul, as we see in Second Corinthians, says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. We seek wisdom, but we truly seek it in God, in this child born in a manger. These wise men, so to speak, who who were journeying, uh, they were on this journey to seek that true wisdom in the child born in a manger. At the heart of the wisdom of God lies the humility uh, uh, and, uh, uh, th- th- of the Lord Jesus. The wise men didn't understand it. They, they went to Jerusalem first rather and going into Bethlehem. They had not yet reached the place physically or spiritually where they would see the wisdom of God until their eyes seen this child in the manger. And Saul of Tarsus made that mistake also. He once thought that the message of the cross was weakness and folly, as do many people in our world today. But like the wise men, and even more fully and clearly than they did, uh, Paul discovered Christ incarnate, humbled and crucified, is both the power of God and the wisdom of God at work. What is certain, as we look to this image of the star that guided these wise men, that God employed this phenomenon in nature. The star was not a figment of their imagination. It was God at work to prompt the wise men to look for Jesus. The scriptures show no special interest in the star's nature, only in its significance. It was going to lead them, lead these men to Jesus. Our Christmas cards sometimes give the impression that the star was hovering directly over the house where Mary and Joseph were uh, uh, staying. But Matthew's account does not suggest such uh, definitive accuracy. The statement that the star came to rest over the place where the child was is probably a general reference to the fact that heading south from Jerusalem, they saw the star directly aligned with Bethlehem. The wise men needed more than the star. God had used this event coupled with perhaps the prophecies of the Old Testament to awaken their interest as we we're thinking on Sunday. But they still needed more. And it alerts us to another remarkable element of God's providence. Just as he had overseen the twists and turns in Jesus's genealogy, he had now superintended the wise men's wandering into Herod's palace to give them the final clue they needed, the teaching of scripture. Herod was the one who sent them to Bethlehem, showing them that's where this prophecy was leading. And it's always the key, isn't it? For without the teaching of Scripture, whether we read it for ourselves or it passing on uh, to us by someone else, we can have no knowledge of Christ or his work as a Messiah or Savior. Without its testimony uh, to Jesus, we will never find him. The experience of the wise men finding Jesus in Bethlehem is unique, and these stories, as we read them, uh, seem much more supernatural than ours. But the truth is that while they may be more dramatic, ours are no less supernatural. For the same Lord sovereignly divine uh, designs the events that also leads us to faith. By various means, he brought us to the Bible message and to faith in Christ. The important thing for us to think about is not how spectacular God's work is. Of course it's spectacular, but that's not the important thing. The important thing is how effective it has been. All that matters is that we have come to Jesus and have found him at what we are looking for, even if we did not know at first what it really was. As we come uh, to recognize what Jesus is, as we come to hold these promises of a Savior, we experience exactly what these wise men experience, a searching for something that seems to be missing, the feeling that something is not quite right, a new and unfamiliar sense of our sinfulness. Perhaps already they... uh, They had come to think this journey is going to be more than we think it is. But it wasn't until they actually put their eyes on Jesus that they understood this is what we have been looking for, our lives. How many testimonies have we heard about those steps people have taken and times people have stuttered and even stopped for many years. Yet it wasn't to that point that they surrendered to Jesus, that they understood this is what I have been hungering for, this is what I need. I wonder how many we can think of that we've been praying for at the minute in time who we know are on a spiritual journey. It's taken many twists and turns and maybe sometimes we're we're thinking, do you know, is it ever going to happen? But just like these wise men, we pray for that time in which they see Jesus clearly, that they come to understand the truth of this gospel message. Because what we know to be clear, as we turn to God's word, more than anything else, is our need of the Saviour, and the one who was sent into this world, who was used by God, who went to the cross, is the one that we see as able as our saviour, the one who is the king, the one who reigns on high for us, the one of Jesus. He is the one uh, that we may know uh, will continue to work through us as we honour him. Let's come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do uh, just come before you this evening Lord, recognizing your great promises to us in the Lord Jesus. And as we think about this journey of the wise men following this star, we recognize your plans at work. We recognize you, the one guiding and directing. And Lord, we thank you that you are the same God still this day, continuing to lead others to your son. And so we pray, for that great awareness of you working in our lives, showing us your power and glory. Lord, we pray. Continue, we pray, to use us, uh, to show us, Lord, your wonder and power. And Lord, we do just lift up before you those we know on this journey who have not trusted in you. Continue, Lord, we pray, uh, to speak into their lives that one day, Lord, their hearts will completely open to you, that they may continue, uh, Lord, uh, to seek and to follow you. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' loving name. Amen.
1: behind his royal throne. In exchange for stable straw, this is now his home.
0: last item of praise that we just listened to was entitled Welcome Home let us now as we always do at the end of our midweeks take some time to pray for others through this uh, season we recognise a God who came down to this world so that we may know him and we long for others to know him too and we long to uh, recognise that as God showed his love to us We look to show our love to one another in Jesus' name as we come to commit to pray for one another through these days. So let us come to our God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God who knows us and the one who may direct our paths. Lord, we recognise that through this time there is much darkness and confusion in our world. And so we want to lift up before you those who are dealing with difficulties, those who are fearful about what one day will bring to the next. Lord, we pray for those who are not able to work at this time because of sickness or other reasons. And ask, Lord, that they may know of your hand upon them, looking to direct and guide them through these days. And, Lord, that they may know real and lasting comfort in you in Jesus' name. Lord, we want to lift up before you our emergency services through these times as well. Recognising, Lord, where many are, are looking to take time off, they are unable to. And so we ask, Lord, that you may continue to protect and help them through these days. That they may know of your hand upon them and all that they do. And that, Lord, that they may know real uh, strength, and your power through all that they do. Lord, we want to lift up before you our schools through these days as well. We ask, Lord, for protection over those who teach our young people. And Lord, for our young people also, that they may know of your hand upon them and all that they do. Lord, we recognise that through these days there is much confusion. Lord, there is much fear. But we recognise in you, there is those words, do not be afraid. You are the God who seeks. You are the God who will look to journey with us. And Lord, we pray that we may know that rich comfort in the name of Jesus. That Lord, that through these days we may seek his name, that we may know that glory found in him. Lord, we pray that through each of these days, that your name may be known, that through the busyness of our lives, we may know that greatness of your power in all that we may do. Lord, we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. As we close, let us finish with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us this day and forevermore. Amen.